Hey, we're Blenderstyle, and we've been very bad boys. On this episode, Kitty, Spit, released in 2000 on NG Records. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. So I was always a big fan of uh, Drain STH over Kitty, and there was like a constant, I mean, at least between our group, uh, Kitty versus Drain argument going on. Oh, yeah, I Um, remember that. As the years went on, you know, Drain STH kind of broke up and went wayside, and Kitty stuck around. So I figure with the Signal World Festival coming up and Kitty kind of making a reunion, um, now would be a good time to kind of visit it uh, and see what you guys thought. Uh, I got a Kitty sampler CD that had a single on it. I think it was Brackish. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first track, uh, Spit, I think was on it too. Um, And then I picked up on a couple other Kitty albums, like uh, Funeral for Yesterday. I listened to that, but like I never paid attention to to their other releases. But I have heard this album for sure. Oh, for sure. Nathan, what about you? Uh, Yeah, uh, Spit was the first track I ever heard. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, but did I, you, did you hear it back in the day though? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well probably maybe not as early as you guys, but mm-hmm. like when the girls at my high school caught on. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. And I like, <laughs> it's one of the things I like about it. Yeah. I was, yeah. That's why I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the, you know, the, the girl, uh, you know, showed me the track spit. Okay. And I was like, damn, this like is almost has like a. It's real. I don't know. It's groovy. It's 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 a weird mix of kind of like new metal and and kind of just metal at the time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird blend. It doesn't necessarily hit all the way to like death metal, but it has kind of those underlying tones of that's where they wanted to be, but mm-hmm. they just weren't there yet. That's true. Because later they get heavier. Yeah, because I think Oracle came out after this, Oracles, and yeah. that was too heavy for me. I never listened to it. Mm. And um, I, I think maybe just at the time it was too heavy for me, but I, I didn't get it. I went back and listened to probably three Kitty albums, this one and the okay. two after it. And it does get like heavier. Mm-hmm. And then Funeral for Yesterday is not heavy. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. But I did listen to that one. I like the title track, Funeral for Yesterday. Yeah, that's a good track. Um, the rest of the album's okay. This is... Uh, how old were they when they recorded this, dude? Um so I don't know exactly how I think it was recorded in '96. They said so. I don't know how old they were. They're all girls. And, um, they uh, were 14 years supposedly old. Supposedly all the songs were written when, when they, they were wrote, 14. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they're girls growing up in Canada. Ontario. Yeah. So it was um, uh, Mercedes, the drummer, mm-hmm. and uh, Morgan. Morgan, the, her sister. But I think it was Mercedes and Fallon. Uh, that originally started the band. Um, brought her sister in later. Yeah, and then they brought their sister in later. And and I couldn't find it when I was researching it, but I, I tend to remember back um, in the early 2000s when, when this was kind of a big thing. And, like, you know, my brother and all his friends, the, the Nailers, uh, were adamant <laughs> that Kitty was better than Dre and SCH, and we had this constant argument. I seem to remember holding it against them because uh, the singer, Morgan, said that she wasn't really into metal at the time and she was kind of into Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. 
I couldn't find the interview, so I don't know if maybe I'm just imagining this that I rubbed it in their face. But there are some heavy like Britney Spears influential uh, like vocal patterns going on in this, like I, on Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I got a comment uh, because. Honestly, these songs are kind of written like 14-year-olds. You know, they're like learning how to write songs and stuff. And it has like, it gets heavy. It it, it like gets mellow. It gets, you know, there's singing parts. Yeah, you can totally tell they're trying to find their cheesy. There's a bongo that's played way too long. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So like, you know, I could just imagine this, you know, 14-year-old girl being like, oh. You don't like the bongo song? What is that, Paper Doll? Uh, Paper Doll is actually the one that I kind of liked uh, the least on this. Okay, really? But I don't. I don't hate it. Like I these are like, like actually like enjoyable songs. You it, know and they I are, and, and that's my thing. So back in the day, I I didn't like this because to me it was it was poser heavy. Because when you're a kid, dude, you're you're like the biggest elitist asshole ever. Oh you fuck know yeah! What I mean, True. but the fact that you know like. You know, that it's all females and they fucking were getting out there and kicking ass and like they're part of like they're dude, kitty's known, you know. Oh, yeah. you see, I see young kids now wearing a kitty shirt. You're like Well and, you and, know and so that's my thing with it. So I think I was into Drain STH, but I think it's because I don't know of this band. Uh back in the day they were way more polished. And then, you know, uh I, I don't know if they came out before Kitty. I think maybe they came out in ninety eight, ninety six, somewhere around there. Or their album did, and then Kitty came out, and and it was heavy, um, but it was, it was very to me, poser heavy in the fact that they still hadn't found their sound, and there wasn't that polish and stuff. I mean, Morgan does these growls, but her voice cracks throughout them and stuff. Yeah, it's bad. Um, it's like the first year Erase album. Yeah, it's um, bad. I definitely hear Erase, it, it, in there, it, yeah. and it's it's good. I hear Kitty. <laughs> so you think it's po- you're right, but it's because they look just like your little brother well, and all of his friends. I like that this is very female. Oh yeah, I like that they're not trying to hide that they're female. I like that it's. Oh, I think that's way cool too. I mean? Yeah, and uh, absolutely agree. When I was younger, I might have looked at it in like a dumb way because you know you're used to seeing like heavy ass shit dudes up there being hard as hell, and then you see a you know I don't want to sound like that, but maybe. But I'm just thinking that that was my first impression. Like, oh, they probably aren't that good. They hear this one good song. And well, that's the thing. In the early 2000s, there was a stigma of like, if you're a female band, you're not going to be heavy. I mean, even bands who had a female. I mean, what Cold Chamber in in 2000 and like what 2002. Not that a female band couldn't be heavy or anything. It's just like it's very rare, right? It's a rare thing. Well, so anytime anything is new to people, like it's sometimes a little awkward, and you're like. You yeah, know. and, and that's how it was for me with Kitty. Yeah, I get it. Um, so, so for me, this was this was kind of like posery at the time, and I and then, like I said, the argument was constantly there between me and my brothers and everybody uh, and all their friends. So, what do you? you their poser, like, what do you mean? Well, I, just because of that that influence, like uh, uh, Johnny, the that that valley girl accent that she has with John is been a very bad boy. Mm-hmm. Like it's very <laughs> Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. And to me, that influence came through really strong at the time. I think she's very obviously being like, kind of like ridiculous. With well, it and and the that's the thing time, as, though, as the, as the music, as I came to like, listen to it more. And so I, I think it was pretentious for the sense of like rubbing it in other people's faces and stuff. Um, and so, 
as I listened to it more and stuff, it kind of grew on me. And then I was like, okay, well maybe they are, maybe there is something there and they're, they're really good. And then Oracle came out and I was like, fuck no. No, she went like, <laughs> it was so I, I read hard. an interview. She's, she said something like she started listening to cannibal Corpse. Dude, it was so heavy. And I wasn't there yet in my, you can hear her trying to do it in this oh, one for sure. And it's like, she can't do it. No, <laughs> It's like I've been in bands that sound just like that. <laughs> For real. They yeah. look just like that. A bunch of kids. I'm playing with I like I think also the recording kind of doesn't do it justice. Oh, I think sure. also like, you know, they probably didn't have a lot of money to do this, but this is a debut. Like if this was like recorded, like if they were able to do this on a laptop in their own bedrooms even, I feel like they could have made it even sound a little better. To I, tell I agree. Truth. Not but, to shit on whoever did this recording. Or but you can tell it's budget. It's a budget constrained recording. Yeah. They well, all, and they want to do a lot of stuff. The music kind of gets heavy. It slows down. They're like doing different. Yeah, you and know, maybe they're that's, doing maybe adding it's not different things to recording. heavy music. Maybe it's just the producer, whoever produced them, just didn't understand how to capture that energy. Or just yeah, yeah. the production's lazy because it feels like. Instead of doing the whole album, he just spent like all of his effort on doing the loops and shit on Brackish. Yeah, which kills the kill is awful, dude. It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It sounds awkward it's, and out of place every time I've heard it. I was like, "What the fuck is going?" There's like extra a, drums or something. Well, and so so here's here's something it's else. Bad. Cheese is good, dude, but when it the cheese is bad, like smelly cheese. Yeah, it's that's bad. what's kind of on the so, some. So some their points. guitar player Fallon uh, left after this album. Um, and she went on to create her own, uh, another band. Um, I forget the name of it. Uh, but it's a, uh, like a tech, like kind of like that. It has like a lot of samples and loops and stuff. And it's not really heavy from what I've heard. I didn't really get into it, but Interesting. so I think that was a lot of her influence on that. And I think that's the other thing is like, these girls all came together from different musical, like backgrounds and, and styles and tried to just cram it all together and at the time, nobody knew how to give and take. And so everything kind of got head on to each other and it just clashed. Um, not saying it's bad. It's just you could totally tell. You can totally think, hear the adolescence in exactly. this. Yeah. Well, I can, you could tell that they're trying to just figure it out, right? Oh, yeah. They're just trying to figure everything out. And like, if they, who knows, if maybe they had another, if this album didn't like get, because it kind of got them. Pretty popular, you know what I mean? I think they sold some quite a few records and they were pretty popular. And oh, like, yeah. Played some festivals. Yeah. Well, like, they, but yeah, if, they... it, if it maybe stayed a little smaller for a minute and they kind of like got to work it out, I feel like this, you know what I mean? Like really find themselves. I think there's probably a lot of pressure probably on the next album, you know? Dude, Morgan did guest vocals on uh, a Cataclysm song. She did. Oh, really? That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it turns to rust. I think is the name of the song. I it turns think to rust. It was, um, which is a, from their one of their albums. I really, really like. Cataclysm is a dope uh, death metal band from Canada, and she's on that song. I've been listening to that song for years, dude. He just found, found and I out. just I was like, no shit. Let's say it. More, I've, I've heard Kitty. You're like whoever sings this part is amazing, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> I think they're like uh, singing together on that part. Okay. It's like backup vocals. So I, I have to say, like, my favorite thing about this album is is the progression of listening to the the Landers, uh, Lander, right? Lander sisters. Lander. Um, their progression from where they came from, because, like, Morgan's vocals are sloppy. And, I mean, she's trying really hard. And even, even Mercedes, 
uh, drumming on this is sloppy. Like uh, I think some of the drums kind of tight. It, it's oh, tight. Oh no, her drumming is awesome. It, her drumming's That's tight, the highlight. Yeah, but I it's, think the drumming's tight. But it's sloppy there's in the fact some... like her whips are are somewhat off time on some parts. Um, there's some really. <sighs> I good think it's good. Tom feels and there it, it's good. Dude, like but... if maybe this was like not a mid grade recording. If this was recorded maybe rawer and, and maybe or. That's it. More produced, I feel like it would have. But I but feel she's like, young, yeah, yeah. But I feel like, and then comparing it to where she's at now, like on Funeral for Yesterday, or even Oracle for that matter. Oh, like she's leaps and bounds. Like the vocal performance is a thousand times. This better. is the only album the drum, I've ever listened the drum to. Drum performance is a thousand times better. You gotta just, talk about Homegirls drumming though. Oh, dude, because she's on Drumio, the this drum like mm -hmm. online drum school that I I uh, spent some time on. And she did like a, she was like a guest teacher or whatever. Okay. And she plays like a part. I think she played funeral for yesterday, okay. but they like stripped the vocals or whatever. And she plays live drums. Dude, she plays hard. Is oh, it yeah. the same drummer then? Yeah. Same girl. That's the whole, tight. She plays hard as fuck, dude. And she is a good drummer. And I, I like think, that shit, dude. No, and that's and what I I'm saying. Like from, from where this was this. to where they are now, like the progression is like, the most interesting part of this, I think. Well, they probably played these songs better than they did then. You know well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they like, that's probably, true, dude. They're to, probably like got to, this shit down. To, to listen, like a lot of bands when they when they put out their first album, they're they're dialed in and they're tight and they know exactly where they're going to be, and they play it 20 years later and it sounds the same. They might change up a part or add some something in there. Um, this the progression on it from where they were at to when they play these songs now. Um, it's like night and day and it's so cool to see that I, I, I commend them for putting it out there when they weren't quite ready. I mean, they did great and stuff, but I feel like they weren't quite ready at the time and to hear the progression now, just that, that span like in how the much fact that they've yeah. been a band since what 1996. Yeah, exactly. Isn't they're, it? It's like, they're the modern day Abbott brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they really are the lander sisters yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i don't know man I, I i really love some of the groove on this i think the drumming is actually pretty good the vocals are good uh there's some parts where like yeah i agree like you know she's just trying different stuff she's doing dynamic in the music mm -hmm. and like i feel like that's kind of what was going on at the time too. You know, you hear like Sepultura in this, yeah. you hear like, um, there's a lot of influence in this album. There's like low, the guitars are super low and mm -hmm. chuggy. And like, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a good mix of stuff. I think they did a really good job, but like the recording of it is where I'm kind of like, yeah, just have like You're some kind of conflict off on, it. on it. So, so with that being said, what would you rate it then? I rate this a 3.9. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, I have to be completely honest. I think this is the first time I've ever listened to this album in complete. Okay. Like numerous times. Okay. You know, I've always dug it. I always respect it. And uh, you always kind of picked and choose songs off of it. Yeah. Like, okay. And uh, no, I, I actually really enjoyed uh, like listening to it. I give it a 3.9. I kind of can't wait for you to go listen to their other stuff now since you said you have it. So I saw a documentary about that. That's actually a really like good years documentary. Years ago and yeah, I can't like... really remember. I wasn't as interested because maybe I wasn't like a big fan, yeah. you know. But like it was cool to hear the backstory and how young they were. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, 
anybody that's playing music at 14 years old and getting or starting to write music yeah, at 14 yeah, years 14, old, 16 you know? years old, and like, then yeah, I'm totally down, dude. They're musicians for life, and I mad respect. And, and it's, it's a weird night. perspective that you can't get all the time. Like everyone's gone through like a thousand breakups and whatnot, right? But mm -hmm. from a 14 year old's perspective, it's like a weird glimpse into yeah humanity. You know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude, that's deep. <laughs> Uh, this album's not that deep, though. No. Um, I give it a 3.1 out of 5. Okay. It's almost not good. <laughs> There's a couple of, like, killer songs and then lots of duds for me. It's clear that just, you know, the, it's the beginning of the writing process mm -hmm. and how learning how to write songs and stuff. You can... I think that's why I love it, because you can hear that in it. And that's why it's, like, not bad, because it's charming. Yeah. Um, it's heavy. It's like, it's good. 3.1 out of five for me. That's good. Casey, so your I, pick. I gave it 3.8 out of five. Um, I feel like, like not being a, a really into, to Kitty back in the day and then them kind of growing on me over the years and stuff. Um, and coming back to it, I'm with you. There's some, there's some duds on it and stuff. Uh, I'm also with Nathan. I feel like the recording quality on this is kind of what hinders it the most. I would love them to not remaster this album, but re-record this album. With better pedals. With, with better, better pedals. Not, and, yeah, you don't yeah. have to do necessarily, because like, some of the... Yeah, I don't want them to... Like, almost okay. like the kick so, in the pedal in some of this so, shit. <laughs> so, so Monster Magnet came back and oh, recorded... Dude, let's not even No, I just, I just want to bring this up. They they okay. recorded re-recorded um, Tractor, uh, I think in 2000. Um, from one of their previous albums and they screwed it up because they just they didn't record it true to the original just you know with their better abilities they re they changed everything and i think if they came back to this album like if kitty came back to this album and re-recorded it and kept it as true to the original just like nathan said with better quality i think it would like their abilities and stuff Dude, bands like, have done this for many many years and there's only one band that has ever done this correctly and that's demi Bourguier storm you've said this before and dude hellhammer playing drums on it dude just ups but it that I'm much just saying, can you imagine morgan so doing vocals on the heavy parts on this with her ability now compared it would be to way cooler it would suicide be so does suicide she do vocals like this anymore because oh, sometimes yeah. when bands get oh, yeah. like later you see them and they're like trying to protect their voice and they're not off no. Suicidal yeah. Tendencies did Psycho. Oh, yeah, still Psycho. That's better than the original. I think so, 100%. Yeah, there's another one. That but usually true. it falls short, I agree. We're Blender style. This is Kitty. Spit. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment below. Leave an emoji. Give us a middle finger if you want. Oh, spit. <laughs>